top five board games for family game night or uh, your friends game night. These are games that are easy to learn, quick to play or quick to learn and easy to play and provide a lot of, a lot of fun. They're not overly complicated, but they have enough complicated moving parts or enough strategy to really challenge the player and the first one might surprise you it's a new game and it is a mashup it is the mashup of Simon and sorry you remember the the game from the 80s Simon where you have to repeat the color and tone patterns on the on the like the disc the circular uh, game uh, digital game pad um, doo, 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 boop, boop, and you gotta repeat that right well they took S- Simon and they mashed it up with the sorry board game the race to get home and the version that they matched it up with is sorry slide where you have the sliders and each player has to repeat the color and musical combination on Simon. And if you do do it right, then Simon tells you what to do next. How many spaces to move or to go back or to switch places or to send another player back home to s- start. And um, it's, it's really easy to follow because the unit, the Simon game, instructs you everything to do. But it's not random because it depends on your skill in being able to duplicate the pattern on Simon. And the longer the pattern gets, the more challenging it becomes and the more fun it is. Uh, It's a really easy game to play. It's a really easy game to learn. And it's a great game for four players. Next on my list, if that was number five, this would be number four. It's a highly underrated game that I think is just fantastic. It's called Sushi Dice. Each player gets six dice that have sushi ingredients, one ingredient on each side of the six die, and three cards are laid out. Each card has a quote-unquote sushi menu platter, And you've got to roll the dice to match the symbols on the dice to the symbols on the card. And the first one to do that rings the bell, claims the card. And two players face off head to head. But because it it is so flexible, um, you can have six, eight, maybe even ten players. The most I've ever had is six. But, you know, the two players roll, 
one wins and then the dice get passed left. So uh, each, you know, in, during my turn, I would actually roll twice, but challenging two different people. And whether I win the card or not, it always gets passed to the left. And uh, it's a super, super fun game. And it's got a bell that you get to ring. Ding! Ding! Every time you win. And it's amazing how fast some people can do this. Now, there are a couple of uh, great little symbols on it. Uh, Some of the dice have black skulls on them. And if someone rolls them and the other player sees it, they can call yuck and the um, the player has to re-roll all of his dice and it works a lot like Yahtzee in that you're going to roll dice and bank them set them aside or roll them again and uh, it's just again it's a super fast paced game kind of like Pit and it's a little chaotic but it's a lot of fun and you don't have to you know remember a lot of things to play along all you got to do is match the colors and the symbols to what's on the cards. And, um, you know, it's in line with other games like Roll For It or uh, Monsterize, but it's a little bit more complicated and um, a lot more fun. All right, next up, if that was five and four, this is number three. This is a brand new game that has come out this year, and I discovered it by accident. I went looking for the game Super Fight, which I love, and I couldn't find it. But while I'm looking around, and I went to a store that I knew normally carried it. I went to Target. And while I'm looking around, I see this game on the shelf called Last Defense. And I read the the description. I'm like, this sounds like a lot of fun. So I picked it up, and all of my expectations were met. Now, this is a game for up to six players. So if you have more than six people in a party, um, it gets a little bit difficult. You can try teams, but we found that that doesn't really work out that well. So up to six players. And basically, you play townspeople, and you have to work cooperatively with all of the other players to free scientists who are going to help you defeat monsters that are destroying the city. And there are four monsters, or maybe five monsters, but only four of them are on the board at any one time. Or maybe three. I forget exactly. But you you have to defeat all the monsters that enter the board. And here's where it gets really cool. It is an interactive game with an app on your iPhone or your iPad or your mobile device and you start the app and the app gives specific instructions on where monsters start where they move and every time they move there are new pieces put on the board and there are uh, rules for your character how they interact uh, with the monster as you move around the board in turns uh, rolling dice and um the dice indicate how many uh, how many points or how many spaces to move and what kind of action you can take. And it's a 30-minute it's a game. The app times it. And the app has a soundtrack. So it's really, it feels like playing a video game, but in a tactile, analog 
board game setting. It is a lot of fun. And it's great for uh, especially younger audiences that are playing with you who are used to that video game mechanic, but you want to engage them in that tactile board game uh, scenario. Next up, this is my number two favorite board game. And this is a relatively new game as well. It came out, uh, I think, two years ago. And that is the combat game Unmatched. And if you've not played Unmatched, you're really missing out. It is a game where you pit characters from literature and mythology against each other. You got Alice in Wonderland, Medusa, King Arthur, Sinbad, Bigfoot, Robin Hood, Dracula, Mr. Hyde, Sherlock Holmes. Um, you've got uh, the characters from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Bruce Lee, and you, you, you basically you play with miniatures on a map, but your actions are controlled by your hand of cards. So you're given five cards to start, and on your turn, you have to do two of three things. You can either move, play a card that is what's called a scheme card. It's an action card. And then you can play a combat card. You can either move twice, or you can play a scheme card and a combat card, or you can move and play a combat card, or you can move and play a scheme card. And depending on, you know, where you are, who, who you are playing, um, you know, you can, uh, you, you can destroy your enemies, you, you engage in this combat. Uh, some characters like Robin Hood are distance fighters because you can fire your arrows. And then you also have sidekicks that can fight alongside you or fight in place of you. And what's so cool about this game is that they are making additional expansions. Like they just issued the Beowulf and Red Riding Hood expansion. All of the characters are super overpowered. They're, they're pretty well matched. And the coolest thing about this game is I think it's really got potential for unlimited players. First of all, it's a game that screams... Um, tournament style play but because of the way the game board is arranged and each of the expansions comes with its own game board I think you could connect them together and you could have 8, 10 you know maybe more players it makes the game much longer with that many players but you could have a really big group play you could, you could go from 2 players up to 10 maybe 12 or more depending on you know how many people are there and how many pieces you have they are getting ready to release two marvel games marvel character games uh, as expansions with unmatched and i'm looking forward to those immensely unmatched is a great modular expandable uh you know play system but it's really easy to learn, and it's really a lot of fun to play. This is a game that you want to introduce uh, after you've had some uh, success with 
you know, a game like Last Defense. Hey, your game group, your family, they're excited about this kind of game. Well, now let's bring in Unmatched. So my top four, Simon Sorry, Sushi Dice, Last Defense, and Unmatched. My number one game on top five board games is probably not going to survive, survive, surprise anyone. It is a number one game on a lot of lists. I'm talking about King of Tokyo. And King of Tokyo is a game where you roll dice, Yahtzee style, and you fight monsters. Um, you know, monsters fight each other for control of Tokyo City. And it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's easy to learn. And with the power-up cards, it extends beyond just the battle between the monsters and Tokyo City. So you can, uh, you can roll dice to score points. You can roll dice to inflict damage. Or you can roll dice to gain energy power-up and buy these power-up cards and use those cards to gain additional points or inflict additional damage. And it is a last man standing game. So you start with, you know, four, five, six players, and whoever is the last monster standing wins the game. And it is super fun, super easy to play. And if you're a fan of Godzilla and King Kong, they've actually got Godzilla and King Kong expansion packs. You can play as, you know, Cthulhu or Anubis, or you can play as some of the other uh, characters like uh, Cybertooth or Cyber Bunny or as uh, an alien. It's a lot of fun. Basically, I, I feel like King of Tokyo and Last Defense are very similar in style and form. It's just, you know, in last defense you're working as a cooperative team so you either win together or lose together to defeat the monsters in king of tokyo you are the monsters and you're fighting each other king of tokyo is so good that there have been several knockoffs uh trying to improve upon it and none of them improve upon it you've got kaiju crush the godzilla game from uh ravensburger and um uh, even a Rampage game. And I don't think any of them quite, you know, quite match up to the gameplay of King of Tokyo. So there you guys have it. Those are my top five favorite board games. That's going to do it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, connect with us at backofthecerealbox.fun. You can leave us a voice message. We'll play it on air. You can leave us an email if you want to go old school. And you can become a contributor at Buy Me a Coffee or Patreon right there at backofthecerealbox.fun. And of course, if you love this episode, share it. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.